Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Can't lie, a little disappointed with uh, the action down there at Area 51 this morning. Mm-hmm. Apparently they can stop us all. <laughs> uh, people, thousands and thousands, if not millions of people saying that they were going to head down and storm Area 51 and get the truth out of there. Find those aliens and spaceships that they've had locked up for decades. But we're looking at the uh, the, the footage and pictures coming out of that area and... Nothing too exciting. And we really set our hopes high here. Because uh, when we started talking about this, we got a call from a guy. You remember the guy? And he was speculating as to uh, what might be in Area 51. I think there have been hiding dinosaurs. <laughs> and I think, there is a, I think there is aliens, but it takes aliens to hide them. I wait till they open the door. What a surprise! They open that door at Area Fifty One, the hangar, and the Tyrannosaurus Rex roars in their face. I'm Whoa. Hey guys, I'm maybe if the dinosaurs had, are there, maybe humans are if, the aliens. I'm thinking that if you had humans in there, the the, the dinosaurs would have escaped long ago. It takes somebody with non-human that would go in there and stay the protocol. Stay that way. Stay and say these are dinosaurs. You do not want those things out in the in the uh, main um, society, especially if you got flying dinosaurs and stuff. I swear to God, I think they've got dinosaurs in there. Because if I was the guy who's in charge of that, I sure as hell don't want those out in the society. No. Well, hold on. Are you joking? or Because at first I thought you were joking, but now you you sound... No, I'm serious. Do you think there's dinosaurs in Area 51? I think there's dinosaurs. I think there's probably aliens as well. But uh-huh. I think it would t- if you had a human heart bleeder in there, those dinosaurs would have escaped hundred years ago. Okay, and then we would have we would have had another freaking King Kong on our hands. It took aliens to like like. Oh, I don't know. so the aliens came and they contained the dinosaurs, or perhaps the, the army called the aliens. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but they would have said, "We need you guys to contain. We do not need a human heart in here looking after you." <laughs> Somebody would have said, "Oh, let one go," and then they'll go, "Oh no, you know, look what we've done." Aliens would have come in and said, "This is how you look after them." My favorite line in there. We don't need another King Kong. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a dinosaur, but... And it was just a movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got something going on. We got some action here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, stuff. okay. Here we go. They're ready outside the gates here at Area 51. How there's many th- people would you say there are? Uh, about 50. Uh, there's a leader with a big white coat on, and he's trying to rally the troops here. <laughs> yeah, only, only 50 of us showed up. And so if we're like, I don't even know if I'm in a storm. I don't even know if it's worth it with just 50 people here. And I'm saying it's still worth it because we're going to get those aliens tonight. They can't stop us all, even if it's only 50 of us. <laughs> they probably can, guys. Yeah, they can stop uh, all of you. It's the Taz and Jim Storm Area 51 special. Yeah, the scheduled raid... 3 a.m. Nevada time, well underway. We're trying to get some updates, but uh, haven't been able to reach anyone down at Area 51 yet. Jim, you've been doing some research there. Have you found 
anyone we can call and well, get in touch with here? I have a phone number here for the Area 51 Alien Travel Center. Seems like a good place to start. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pass it over. Okay. Let's give them a call. The Area 51 Alien Travel Center. Good job, buddy. See if we can get someone. This is Dennis Hoff's world-famous Area 51 Alien Center. If you know your party's extension, please dial now. Otherwise, listen to the following options. For the Travel Center, please press 1. For the Diner, please press 2. Travel Center? Yeah, I think so. One moment, please. Area 51. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. Taz and Jim, we're calling from a radio station in Canada. Oh, okay. We're just wondering uh, if you've seen any activity down there. Not yet. No? Are you getting a lot of phone calls? People asking about accommodations, travel, food, that sort of thing? Yeah, a lot of prank calls. That's why we don't answer our phone. <laughs> prank calls? <laughs> Did you think we were prank calling you? Yes, I did. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're genuinely curious because it's all over the internet. People seem to be hyped about it. We'd assume that people would be camping out and showing up already. Well, we have, you know, I mean, it's not actually here where I am. You know, it's in Rachel, Nevada, and Heiko. We're in Amargosa. Oh, so you're not even close. We're like three hours away. Holy cow. Well, that's like a minute as the UFO flies. Oh, so you're on the way to Area 51. Yeah. Depending on where you're coming from. Exactly. Okay. And what kind of stuff do you guys offer at, uh, at your establishment there? We have um, a diner. We're a, a convenience store. We sell diesel and gas. And um, we have a brothel next door. Very nice. Are there any women yeah, with three breasts, or is there <laughs> total recall style? Yeah, is there an alien theme to the brothel? Uh, well, you'd have to come find out yourself. <laughs> wow, the things you can do in Nevada: <laughs> a convenience store, gas station, and a brothel. <laughs> I wonder all these government employees want to set up Area Fifty One over there, right? Oh, jeez! And you must meet some pretty interesting people from everywhere, from all over the world. <laughs> well, we have people come in here with tin foil hats for real you know. <laughs> yeah and if you're going to the brothel you might want to wear two tinfoil hats <laughs> you might you might thank you for your time this morning uh sorry that uh, you're getting all those prank calls and uh well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the big raid this morning yeah i'm, I'm kind of waiting for that myself so have a great day you too bye, bye. Sounded very enthusiastic to be talking to us. <laughs> Tough thing about going to that alien brothel is getting all the green paint off you before you go home <laughs> to your family, right? <laughs> green glitter. <laughs> yeah, I just got a text message here from a listener. Alien brothel? That place is full of aliens and predators. <laughs> It's the Taz and Jim Storm Area 51 special.
featuring Sammy Hagar, a song about Sammy Hagar when he was abducted by aliens. He swears he was. And am I right, Jim, listening to the lyrics? How did you ever not think that song was about Sammy Hagar getting abducted? <laughs> I know. Like, I could see maybe if you weren't, because the song's called Love Walks In. So love you Walks just, In, yeah. You, you casually listen to it. Yeah, but Love Walks In, that's the only part you sing along with. But let's, uh, let's review the lyrics here. Contact. Is all it takes. Not talking about glasses replacements, I don't think. No, contact with with the aliens. Some kind of alien Some kind of alien waits for the opening. Uh-oh. Then simply pulls a string. Obviously that's about butt stuff. <laughs> You know aliens. String. Are, you know aliens are into butt stuff. They well, love it. Well, they have to retrieve their probe somehow, right? Ah, like beads. Yeah. <laughs> Tie a string to it. <laughs> you don't want to lose it in there. <laughs> Another world, some other time. You lay your sanity on the line. Familiar faces, familiar sights. Reach back, remember with all your might. Oh, there she stands in a silken gown. Silver lights shining down. Mm, like from an alien, like a spotlight or whatever? Tractor beam. Tractor beam. This is, a, this is a transcript of an interview with Sammy Hagar. When asked if he really was uh, abducted by aliens, as he claimed to have dreams about in his autobiography, he says, it was real. Aliens were plugged into me. It was a download situation. This was long before computers or any kind of wireless they weren't, there weren't even wireless telephones. Looking back now, it was like, F, they downloaded something into me or uploaded something from my brain, like an experiment. They wanted to see what this guy knows. They gave him his recipe for that tequila. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they helped him write, can't drive 55. <laughs> now go to Cabo Wabo. Sammy continues, I'm pretty sure it was a wireless situation, either a download or an upload. They were tapped into my brain, and the knowledge was transferred back and forth. I could see them in everything while it was happening. Another thing happened when I was about four years old that I didn't put into the book. One time I saw what I thought at the time was a floating car with no wheels. We lived in the country, and I saw this thing floating across a field, creating a big dust storm. I threw rocks at it and stuff. I didn't know what happened after that. So multiple hmm. alien encounters for Sammy Hagar. I, here we are. Haven't seen one. Mm-hmm. Sammy gets two. He's hogging them. Hogging all the aliens. Some kind of alien is for the opening. Gonna beam us up, beam us up. Take us in our tracks. They're gonna beam us up. It's the Taz and Jim Storm Area 51 special. Yeah, it's Storm Area 51 day, and we've got an expert on the phone here. Victor Vigiani is a UFO disclosure expert and the man behind... Canada's largest UFO symposium going on this weekend at the Toronto Airport Marriott Hotel. Victor, how you doing this morning? Just fine, just fine. Great to be with you. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a big weekend for fans of all things from outer space with the Area 51 raid going on. You guys have a lot 
that uh, you have planned for the weekend in in Toronto, including some special guests. Who are you going to be uh, talking with? Well, there's going to be a total of 15 uh, speakers uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and the headline speakers are the uh, the former Canadian Minister of National Defence, the Honorable Paul Hellyer. Uh, he will be one of our featured speakers, and the other one, uh, some of your uh, your listeners will be familiar with Travis Walton. Uh, Travis was. Uh, was a person who worked at Snowflake, Arizona, and he claims to have been abducted for five days by by aliens. And the the movie Fire in the Sky uh. is based on uh, Travis Walton's experiences. So those are two of the the big headliners, and also Richard Dolan, an international UFO historian and expert. That movie Fire in the Sky scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. The story the story, if I have it ready, he was like he was at work with a bunch of guys in a truck. They were driving down like an old road, like a logging road or something. Saw something in the middle of the forest. He gets out. He gets hit with a laser those guys drive off scared as hell and then five days later he shows up back again with this naked, crazy story right? naked in a diner or something he shows that's up right that's right yep yep well i know uh, travis quite well and uh, his story is, uh, is a little bit different than the way the movie portrayed it in terms of what he went through on the spaceship but let me tell you he did go through that experience and it is a wild wild ride what does he what does he say happened to him up there well, he was exposed to different kinds of, uh, of close-knit uh, experiments on his body, uh, probings, different kinds of probings uh, in, his, uh, in his nasal cavity, and uh, <laughs> other, kinds of, uh, other kinds of weird things that they do uh, to, I guess... I don't Did know, they do the other mean. cavity? Because that seems to be the go-to for a lot of these abduction stories. Well, yeah, that also happens, too. Oh, uh, good uh, Lord. It's, it's, it's a strange, strange phenomenon that... Uh, Takes a lot of uh, headspace to get your uh, get your head around it because uh, so many people are experiencing it, and it's really not the news uh, that people expect to have on a daily basis on the radio. But in fact, it's happening to millions, if not hundreds of thousands, of people across the planet. So it's a it, this whole alien abduction phenomenon is really really strange. The Canadian UFO Symposium going on in Toronto this weekend. Victor is the organizer. And you guys are going to have an alien implant on display at the expo this weekend. Tell us about that. The implant is um, was obtained uh, through um, Sid Goldberg uh, has had the alien implant. He had it removed from an individual. I believe it was from their wrist. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what. It wasn't. It wasn't a butt thing. No, it wasn't a butt thing. No, uh, but it has been tested and thoroughly examined. And the examinations reveal the fact that this stuff, whatever, whatever this material is, it was encased in some sort of ganglia material. But inside the material uh, is, is uh, I guess, a material that is just not found here on the planet. Or the, well, what does it look like? It's kind of like a, a, a small a tic-tac, a little... Like a pill-shaped thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, huh. it's kind of like that. And uh, that's generally what they what they do look like. Sometimes they uh, re- they report they they look like little springs, little small round, you know, the springs that would be in a ballpoint pen. Uh-huh. They they look like that kind of thing also in the nasal cavity. So huh. it's um, it, and another aspect of the alien uh, abduction phenomenon that's just as strange and just as weird. We're talking to Victor. He's uh, the guy behind the uh, UFO symposium in Toronto this weekend. Have you had an experience with an extraterrestrial, Victor? Have you ever been abducted or seen a UFO in real life? Um, I've never been. I don't think I've been abducted. I don't think I have. Uh, No, I guess the answer to that question is no, but I have had some wild experiences uh, 
looking at uh, strange phenomena in the sky in Area 51. In 1996, I went down there, and I saw some things in the sky uh, that I just could not explain. It was just a, uh, so different from any kind of uh, red, you know, typical airline uh, or uh, aircraft traffic. These things were bright lights shooting off in, in different directions uh, multiple times during uh, about a 10-minute period just outside of Area 51 in Nevada. And uh, it was just the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen in my life. It was not an airplane for sure, absolute sure it was not an airplane. It was almost like a, a dime. If you held a dime out at arm's length and it was pulsating in and out uh, of the white light and then it began to spin very quickly and then it turned into three dots three orange dots in a triangular formation. You hear that a lot with the three dots or formation yeah, of dots, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you seem Even to in the new It movie, that's stuff. part of it. <laughs> yeah. You seem to be up to speed in a lot of the stuff. That's that's great. That's just terrific. Well, we may not have to wait very long for answers. I'm sure uh, everything will be revealed by the time the gang finishes uh, storming Area 51 today. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Victor, have a great uh, weekend in Toronto at the Airport Marriott Hotel, Canada's largest UFO symposium. If you believe, go check it out. The Taz and Jim Storm Area 51 special. It's not that creatures from above. Bit of a letdown there, uh, down there at Area 51 this morning. Uh, no one's gotten through yet. <laughs> no aliens have been released. Still time. You never know. It's a long, it's a long day. Here's a, there's a spare smattering <laughs> of UFO enthusiasts down there. And I don't think any of them look like they have the courage to <laughs> hop that fence. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, Jim, you are going to try and break the, not world record, the universe record for most alien ufo jokes told in 30 seconds mm -hmm. what is the the current record you're trying to break seven 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 so some some guy on saturn did it uh but in 2008 okay. you need at least eight mm -hmm. alien ufo jokes to break the record seven would be a tie take a deep breath are you good you you tell me i'm ready i'm I ready mean, this is uh this is a big moment not just for you but for uh the planet earth here so mm -hmm. We don't want you to mess up. I'm ready. The timer is ready. It will start when you begin your first setup. Go ahead. Why do aliens make good journalists? Why? They're always probing. Why did Captain Kirk dump his girlfriend? <laughs> I don't know. Because she was a stage five Klingon. What do you call a stinky spaceship? What? An UFO. What do you call an alien's nipple? Uh, an Areola 51. Why was the alien always late? Why? Because he would never give you his ETA. How do aliens make a crop circle in a farmer's field? How? With their tractor beam. What do you call a convoy of sexually liberated aliens? What? Grey Pride Parade. How do you aliens <laughs> use... Why do... How do you know aliens use the metric system? How? Because they always say, take me to your liter. What do you... <laughs> Oh, excessive. Oh. Oh, those were good. Quality was there. Did we get the quantity, Jim? Taz, we got eight. We got eight? One more than the old record. We did it. Whew. Could have got nine if I didn't screw up the, the metric system one. Take me to your leader. Like a liter of milk? Like your cola. <laughs> did you have some leftovers? I had three. Three leftover mm -hmm. UFO alien jokes. Well, let's hear them. Okay. What okay. do you got? What do you call, or sorry, what do aliens do with a guitar? I don't know. They rock it. Not great. <laughs> what do you call an excessive, overdramatic alien? Uh -huh. A so extra extraterrestrial. 
What do you call an evil alien that's got access to all your private info? Uh-huh. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it's more of a comment, really. <laughs> Take that, Saturn. <laughs> Planet Earth and Jim Kelly, the new universe record holder for most alien UFO jokes told in 30 seconds. Congratulations, man. And we're looking for your stories here. Have you ever seen a UFO or met an alien? I've seen a UFO once. Tell us more. We were at a uh, we were at a party one time, and me and my buddy were sitting on the couch. And next thing I know, he left with the good looking one, and I got the ugly one. What is going on this morning? <laughs> we're trying to have a serious conversation about aliens. So you got stuck with the ugly alien. And I was the one doing the probing, though. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> See ya. Chris is on the phone. Chris, you better have a real story here about seeing a UFO. Not a very big alien story, but we were stargazing, me and my wife, watching for satellites. You know how you pick them out every once in a while? They spin by. Yeah. Starlight, star bright. Yep. First star I see tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might. <laughs> oh, damn. It's just a satellite. Yep. <laughs> So we were watching, and then it took a 90-degree turn, and I, I don't know any satellites can just bend 90 degrees and head a different direction. And your wife saw it, too. Yeah, we both were watching it. It was the only one moving in the sky. What if it was a plane that was coming in at one direction and then had to straighten out for the, the runway? It was, a, it was a literal 90-degree turn and traveling at crazy speeds. Oh. The turn was too sharp for it, it to be an airplane sharp. that you've ever seen. Or a, or a satellite. Satellites don't maneuver like that. I think it was an alien, Chris. Yep. You seen a UFO? I have so. Tell us more. Well, I was uh, just a young boy, probably about four years old, and I was out playing on the deck. I We used to live in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and we were north of there. And I remember being a little boy, and I was out in the deck playing, and I happened to look up above the... The pine trees, and there was a silver football-shaped uh, UFO, and I it, there was no sound or nothing. So I I yelled at my mom and my dad, and my mom and dad stood there with me, looking at it. What? And uh, it just it just sat there, it just sat there above the trees, maybe twenty yards away above the trees and completely silent ever since that day like even my mom and dad still remember seeing it and ever since that day i i, I can't get it out of my mind it's i'm obsessed i'm always mm. on the internet i'm always googling it and watching anything to do with ufos i i just i i'm 100 percent positive that there's there's other life forms in this world. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.